by Team Corker. It's very exciting to have a Vancouver local with us today. Uh, As I've mentioned on the last few podcasts, I put out a call and said, hey, internet, who do you want to hear from? And the response was, I want to hear from female leaders and female founders. And so I did what only I knew how to do and said, who are my favorite female leaders and female founders? And that is what brings us to today. We are here with Katie Riddell. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Katie just let the cat out of the bag that this is her very first podcast, so I'm very excited about that, very honored. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And for those of you who don't know, Katie is currently a Vancouverite. Has Vancouver always been home for you? Yes. Oh, I mean, yes and no. I was born here, and then I actually took a little tangent with my family, and we moved to Singapore for a few years. And then I lived in Australia as well. And now this is my home today. Amazing. Katie and I crossed paths at Lululemon. And yet you then went on and two years ago opened one of Vancouver's very favorite vegan restaurants called Hey Kokomo. Yes. Actually, you know what? Funny thing is, is I I don't often correct people, but I will on here. It's actually called Kokomo. But I wasn't able, yes, I wasn't able to get the full URL for just Kokomo.com or the Instagram handle. So I kind of like made a makeshift name for things like that. But actually, it's Kokomo. Beautiful. I think that's so great. And it's so wonderful, especially for women, to correct people when you're wrong. (laughs) It's like, no. I know. It's funny, though. Sometimes like people all... Like, for instance, my contractor right now, who's building our third location, keeps calling it Hey Kokomo. I'm like, guys, I am paying you a lot of money. You need to know my proper name. Absolutely. All the time. I think that is great. And lesson one brought to you by Katie. Correct, people. (laughs) It is called Kokomo. Or or lesson one is pick a name that you can get a URL and Instagram handle for. (laughs) No, that's too complicated. I mean, once upon a time, but it almost feels like oh so 10 years ago because... Yeah, that's so true. Everything is, yeah, everything's taken. So make it up and you have. I know. Now I just sit on Instagram handle names that I think are great Ah, for a future, future business idea. That is smart. That is smart. Well, let's dive in, dive into the fact that you opened a vegetarian, vegan, a vegan restaurant in Vancouver two years ago. Where was your food background? What was the inspiration? How did this come to be? Ooh, okay. See, I was I was nervous that I only had 20 minutes and now I'm nervous again. But okay, so essentially my food background actually was non-existent. All of my, I guess, food experience just came from my natural inklings and just what I knew my body needed. And so I started to like learn how to heal myself through trial and error and just through instinct with food. And that's kind of its own story. But essentially, I was super sick and no one really knew what was wrong with me. But that's kind of, I learned that I had a bunch of inflammation. And so I was looking at everything that I could do in my life that would remove any inflammation. And I was always vegetarian, like since I was essentially learned what a hot dog was. And so I was vegetarian forever. And I never thought I'd be vegan. I thought that was like so extreme. And that just wasn't for me. 
And then, then when it came down to my health and, and I was at the point where I would do anything to feel better again, I removed anything related to inflammation, like I said. So with that went all dairy, alcohol, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I made a bunch of different changes in my life, but that's really when I became vegan. And when I became, when I started to, I have this creativity side to me and everyone does. And I started to get really creative in the kitchen and started to love working in the kitchen. I started to love food and I was just having so much fun. And so that's kind of how my, I guess, cooking background is, which is again, not a lot. But then I actually, when I was back at work after being so ill, uh, Lululemon started to use me to create some of their food content as well. Some people may remember Katie's Eat. Sometimes people still come into Kokomo and say hi and say that they remember me from those days. So yeah, that's kind of like how that all started in the kitchen. Yeah, and I think it's such an incredible story. And I, the reason I asked is because you were actually on the brand team at Lululemon. Like, you couldn't yeah. have been further from vegetables. <laughs> I know. I wasn't even in store ops. Like, I didn't even know yeah. how to run a, a store. <laughs> yeah, no real estate. And I think it's so wonderful <laughs> that you – I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that your health caused you to have to make such changes. And yet maybe it's such a blessing because you were young enough to have, you know, the creativity and the curiosity to see what else you could spark in your life. And you were by no means stuck on a brand team with black stretchy pants. And out of that came restaurants. No, I totally agree. I would actually say one of my biggest strengths as a leader is I, I know what I don't know. And like I know what I know and I love what I know. Like those are the things that I just love to do. And the other things I'm never scared to ask for help and to say, I don't know it and to pull in the right people who are the specialists in that. And I have so much fun working with those people because then they're working and what they know and what they love. And that's really been a big part of Kokomo. And I think in the beginning, you know, those nights when I would wake up at three o'clock in the morning being like, what the hell am I doing? What I reminded myself was, you know, a lot of chefs open up restaurants and they don't have any business or brand background. And so I'm just on the other side of it. And I just had to hire properly. Like I would, yes, I could cook in my kitchen for myself, but I don't know how to run a kitchen or I don't know the first thing about, well, now I do, but back then I didn't know anything about what I needed in that kitchen to run it smoothly. Like that's, it's not even down to cooking at that point. That's just like, kitchen management and yeah I brought in the people that I knew were best in the world at that and I think that's really what's helped me amazing I know that everyone wants to know the struggles of entrepreneurship and I actually want to know what you're celebrating because I think I mean I wish as an entrepreneur the struggles are so real and they happen all the time and it's like where do you even want me to begin yet I think sometimes it's hard for entrepreneurs to sit back and even you know here you are two years in you're opening your third location what are you most proud of Katie Oh, I love that you're asking that because you're right. This is a really hard one. And it's something that we, that I don't often sit down and do. My boyfriend is really, really keen on me to do this. Like probably once a month, he's like, okay, what are we celebrating this month? What did you do? But right now, if I think about it, I would say I'm celebrating. I mean, a few things We're opening up a third location in North Van a month from today, essentially. So that's really exciting. But I would say like, that's just a product of really what I'm proud of. And what I'm proud of is the last two years and everything we've gone through. There's been lots of highs and lows. And like you said, there's been struggles. But I would say for for me, the biggest thing that I want to celebrate is bringing on a partner. I brought someone on who's a good friend of mine. and He just joined me in the last 
year and it's literally transformed my life. Like I am, I've never felt so in flow and so happy and just like I'm in the right place. Amazing. And I mean, like all partnerships when they work, it's magic and a business partnership is no different than a a loving partnership. Yeah. And now I get to do what I do, like going back to what we were talking about, like I truly get to do what I do best. And before I was trying to do it all and yes, I could, and I could figure it all out, but I actually wasn't been doing my, I wasn't giving my strengths the credit that they deserve or the time that they deserve. And so I was basically doing nothing with our brand or nothing with our community and just focusing all my life on operations and finance. And if you know me, that's not, that's not where I should be. So things are just, yeah, things are really good right now. That's awesome. I love that if we go and search you on LinkedIn, you are really forthright (laughs) in your five-year goals. And I want to know if your five-year goal of bringing Kokomo to Australia is still relevant for you. Ooh, you know what? I want, so the reason I opened Kokomo is I recognize that I have quite a lot of energy and I, it was really important to me to use that to impact my community. Um, And that's eventually like why I think brand strategy didn't necessarily work for me anymore because yes, I was still creating experiences, but I didn't actually see what that impact was directly on my community's day-to-day life. And so that's where Kokomo comes into play for me. And so me creating and using my energy to create an experience for people will something be something that I do the rest of my life. And it's definitely a part of my goals in Australia, but it may not manifest its way, may not become Kokomo, maybe a different type of experience. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Are Lots you, of ideas about that. <laughs> I love it. I, it almost feels like the license to be an entrepreneur is the license to constantly create. And oh, yes. it's, while it's freeing, it also can, you know, be a plethora of choice. And with a plethora of choice comes a lot of decisions to be made. And I am constantly telling myself right now, or one of my mantras is just run the mile you're in do the day you're in. Um, I love that. And it's not to say that I don't love thinking about the future and I don't have, you know, big juicy goals for what's what's ahead and, and what that will look like. Yet when it's your own, it can be overwhelming to live so far in the future. And for me, it was to feel responsible for that future. And I was like, you know what, I can feel really responsible for today. But what this means 10 years from now actually feels overwhelming. It's so big. And I think that's right because I love that it's big, yet it was mm-hmm. also paralyzing me from being in action day to day. So it's a fine balance. Yeah, that's really interesting. Okay, what I feel, I love to live in the clouds and I love to create into that my vision and vision goal setting is like math. I practice it every single day in my morning little meditation moments. But what I would say is that I, I'm very clear on, like you said, I'm clear on, I want to be in Australia in actually four years now. I'm clear. I want to be in Australia in four years. And yet here in the present day, I have so many ideas. Like I want to do this business and this concept and work with this person and do all these different things and, you know, open here and do the, like, there's so many ideas and I can do them all. I, I, I have to keep track. Oh no, no. I need to be in Australia in four years. And so, cause if I, if I, I could keep going here forever, but then I'd lose track of the bigger picture, which is like, I want to be near the ocean. And so I don't know, does that make sense? Like I get almost too caught up in the, it's like day to day, but it's, but it's creation in the day to day. And then, and then next thing you know, you know, I'm 20 years from now and I didn't go to Australia, but yes, I opened up 20 new, whatever, 20 new X, but 
I'm not right. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's live in the day to day for a moment. Okay. I love to know about, and I share this with you before we launch the podcast. One of the things I love riffing on on this podcast is things we can't find on the internet. You know, mm. we can follow you on Instagram. We can read about goals on LinkedIn, but I love to know about the day to day. And I feel really lucky that I get to interview people all day long, um, most of the time looking for work. And so we created this podcast. So it has nothing to do about you looking for a job. It just has to do with us sharing about remarkable people like you and cool yeah cool right <laughs> yeah no I mean I like talking about day-to-day things and things that you don't see on Instagram oh gosh yeah the insta real let's get real I want yeah, to know totally. your three morning practices that you do every day to stay grounded and feel most you most of okay you. well the first one that comes to mind is I do I am I will some people don't like to use the word will they just like action so I am I am and basically that just helps me stay grounded throughout the day so for instance let me see if I can find my note from today but for instance I would say today like it could be as simple as I am okay and I will listen to myself mm. and so then no matter what happens for the day and if I feel like I'm in reaction mode or responding in a different way than I wish I would then I just remind myself of those two simple sentences and I'm like oh yeah no I am okay and actually in this moment I'm just gonna listen or whatever that is so that practice yeah that practice is game-changing for me I learned it like five years ago um and it can you can help have it ladder up to like your one-year goal in some ways so it's kind of like a mini manifestation thing that I do each day I always like to work out in the morning Uh, But actually what I do is I don't work out first thing in the morning. When I first wake up, I do, like I said, I am, I will, a little bit of Katie time, have something warm to drink. And then I want to get straight into the work. Like I'm very productive in the morning. So I'll get straight into the work for a few hours and then I'll feel really good about that. Then I'll go for a workout at like 930 and then I'll get into my day. So that's that. And then I don't know if there's a third thing. I think it's just work, workout and do some KD time. Well, I heard in there that you consume something warm and KD time feels like it could be many things. Well, okay, I do like to make something warm and if you go on my Instagram, this is on Instagram, but I like to make different tonics in the morning. And so I put some hot water together in a blender and then I'll either throw like some espresso and then a bunch of random things like MCT oil and sea salt and cinnamon and chaga mushroom. Or I'll do like lemon and cayenne and molasses, like just kind of based on, again, back to that place where what do I need today and how can I support myself? Awesome. Yeah. And where, okay, we'll make sure that all these things are in the notes below. So step one is how do you wake up and set your your day off? And step two is where do you go for inspiration or where do you go to fill your own tank up? And I ask because especially as entrepreneurs, we're constantly creating, um, whether Mm -hmm. we know it or not, whether we want to or not. I, I mean, most of the time, of course we want to because that's why we're in the business. Yet it's a real thing that, you know, inspiration can run dry. And I love that you are such a creator and, and Mm -hmm. I want to know where you go online, offline, maybe it's daily, maybe it's annually. Where do you go for inspiration, my friend? Hmm. I think, oh man, I feel like I'm inspired all the time. I have ideas, but I would say like a real, a place that I go to really fill myself up and feel really 
whole again and recharge is once a year I go away on vacation mm. or I go away on lots of vacations, but I'm like, like, you know, weekends away and things like that. But once a year I try to go somewhere warm. So lately it's just been going to Hawaii with my family at Christmas time. And there I get so much inspiration from my business. I don't use my phone. I try to just check it once a night and I just bring my notepad around and I just write down like almost anything that you see at Kokomo today has been written in my notepad, probably on a beach in either Australia or Maui. And yeah, so that's a really big one for me. Amazing. And, and then just day to day, I think those quiet mornings and the moments in the morning um, are a nice place for me. Like I just write and I look back on those old inspiration pages or yeah, I'm just always writing in there. And even if it's just yesterday, I was out by the water and I didn't have my phone with me, but I just like came up with a winter menu of idea. And so I just quickly grabbed Chris's phone and wrote it all down. I don't know. Things are just kind of, I, a lot of what I create is trying to support people in their day-to-day lives. So I think a lot of times when I'm just in my day-to-day life and I'm feeling like I need something or that something would make this moment better, then that's what inspires me to create that solve for other people. Oh, that's so beautiful. What would make this moment better? Mm-hmm. Maybe nothing at all, but maybe. Yeah, something. maybe nothing at all. Maybe something warm and cozy. Exactly. Um, I love that you create from sunshine and that you love sunshine and undeniably I love Hawaii as much as you Mm -hmm. love Hawaii. Um, (laughs) And we both have currently chosen to live in Vancouver and we're entering Mm -hmm. a very rainy season (laughs) and lacking in some sunshine. And I want to know how do you generate vitamin D? How do you, how do you keep a sunny disposition during during a time that gets a little bit gray? (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, at Kokomo, we stand by the phrase that summer is a state of mind. And now we actually just say Kokomo is a state of mind. And so I I do try to live through that daily and sometimes it doesn't happen. It's funny you actually say this because tomorrow I'm on CTV speaking to this exact same thing and sharing some recipes. But I would say how I, how I create that warmth and that vitamin D and all those things 365 days a year is, well, food is a big one for me. So making sure there's like lots of color. And again, sometimes I just like to go in the grocery store and just like see what I'm just attracted to. And that's probably what my body needs to help things balance out. I also try to get into warm environments. So I love hot yoga and any room that's warm. Yeah. And I think I don't know. I mean, you're catching me. I'm every Vancouverite has amnesia. <laughs> we, yeah. So it hasn't, I mean, I guess it has been raining for the last few weeks, but yeah, I would say it's primarily through food and through environment. And then just those little practices in the morning and continuously reminding myself of my vision. I feel like I actually like 20% of me lives, you know, five, four years out in that Australian home. So yeah. I'm just Amazing. staying true to that amazing you're right we so have amnesia and for people that aren't in vancouver it can rain 90 days straight and then it's sunny for one day and we forget those 90 days and we just think i know it's the sunniest most wonderful place and like right now 
Right today is a beautiful day. That is true. Oh, Katie, I love it. I love learning about the heartbeat that goes behind one of my favorite bowls in the city and a warm macro bowl from you just really makes me happy. And I admire your guts and your tenacity and your big heart that said I'm going for it and you freaking have gone for it. So thank, thank you, you for creating what you've created. And before we wrap, our last question on every podcast mm -hmm. here at Team Corker is what is currently making your heartbeat faster? What makes my heart beat faster? When I, when I think of that, when you ask me that question, the first thing I think of is just all the customers that come in each day and that I actually get the honor of feeding them, even if that's the one or two, maybe even three meals that they eat that day. I feel so grateful that I get to be a part of that experience with them. And that to me is like what gets me out of bed every day is what I get to create with this community. That is so beautiful and it truly <laughs> is a gift as an entrepreneur to get to serve and to have people walk in your door. And Yeah, I'm very I lucky. Love I'll you. never take it for granted. Absolutely. What a grateful human you are. And uh, <laughs> in return, we are so grateful. There's two sides. There's yeah. many sides. <laughs> well, Katie, thank you so much. Uh, CTV is lucky to have you on air live and we're so lucky to have you on the podcast. So thanks for joining. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. You popped my podcast cherry. Oh, <laughs> take care. Okay, bye. Thank bye. you. Bye.